Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me. And you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey everybody, what's going on? Rob Sestrino back with a double challenge exit interview. It's the week before uh, TJ's final. And next week uh, we will crown a winner of the Challenge USA 2. But in the meantime, we have two people who uh, went home in this last episode. It's Cassidy and it's Josh. And here with me to uh, have some words with our latest departed challenge competitors. It's the co-host of the Challenge Rehap Up. It's Brian Cohen. Brian, how are you? Doing great, Rob. Very excited. We're right on the verge of the final, ready to see uh, who takes this thing home. Yes. Okay. Well, I can't wait to hear uh, what you and Allie have to say about uh, this last episode before we get to the finals. Uh, kind of like, is Chris Underwood going to win another show? Is I mean, this is this happening? I, yeah. He honestly might. It would be pretty crazy. I'm um, pretty like pumped up. I'm pretty excited for Chris. Yeah, I don't know what his story would be the next time. Maybe people think he's the worst challenge winner ever. Yeah, I don't know a lot of interesting outs. Desi could have redemption after uh, the last time out with Enzo. So a lot of intrigue going into oh, yeah. uh, the finale. So we will have uh, some other people that we know from Survivor and Big Brother here uh, joining us. We have Cassidy and Josh. We'll talk to Cassidy up first. You can watch both of these interviews on our YouTube channel. So let's go ahead and bring in Cassidy. Hey, Cassidy, what's going on? Uh, it's Robin Bryan for RHAP. Uh, sad to see you go out, Cassidy. Uh, you were so close to uh, the finals. I know that you were uh, disappointed. How are you feeling now? Yeah, um, I've, I've come to terms with it. You know, I'm at peace with it. Um, I did everything I could. I really believe that. And I, I, I'm proud of myself for what I did. And so I, I can't have regrets. I held on to too many regrets after I lost Survivor. And it wasn't good for me. So I'm just trying to be at peace with everything that happened. And I'm still really proud of my journey. So I'm, I'm good. 
How frustrating is it for you to see week after week, yeah, Desi coming to power, Michaela coming to power, and they just refuse to take the shot at Tori, knowing how big of a threat she is. She's coming off a winner last season. Like, how frustrating was that you couldn't get through to them to be like, Tori's right there. We need to like take the shot at her. Yeah, it was pretty frustrating. Um, it just it felt like they were just scared, you know. Um, and that's that's okay. Like to be fair, like she's a, she's a scary person to like have to go into an elimination against. And, but at the same time, it's like, do you really want to run a final with her? Like, is it not worth it to uh, even try? But I think like, she was just so well protected, like at the beginning of the game, like with the blue team and then with like all of her, all of the vets and everybody that was still left, it was hard to, it was hard to take a shot at her. Um, But yeah, it was frustrating because obviously like, I don't know, like it, it didn't seem like, the smartest move to go into the final with so many strong women, like, but it, it helped them get to the final. So like, right. I can't say that that wasn't the right move for them. It's just, yeah, it was tough. Cassidy. Now, you know, I don't like to see this survivor on survivor violence here <laughs> on the challenge and uh, the survivors know, were keeping, putting you into the uh, daily challenge, uh, you know, after a couple of different times, what, what happened? Why, why couldn't all the survivors stay on the same page? I, I think it was multiple things. I think it was the fact that like Tori approached them with this idea of like, let's protect each other. We're probably going to win the most dailies. And that way we can ensure our, our spot in the final, which makes sense. Like it was, it was a smart move for them. Obviously it sucked for me because I wasn't perceived as one of the strong women. Um, but it was that it was a little bit of the fact that like, I think me and Michaela didn't really get along. Um, I think it was, you know, maybe some of the bolder moves I had made in the game made them uneasy to work with me because they didn't want that same target on their back. And maybe it was that, but I, what I really think it was, was we were getting so down to the wire. There were so few numbers left and they just felt like their best path forward was with Tori rather than with me. And, you know, I, I really think it was like mostly, that. I also like just hadn't formed as close of a relationship with them as I had with some of the other survivor players like Chris and Michelle and Sebastian and so it just, that's just kind of how the, the chips fell whenever we got so close to the end. Well, let's talk about your relationship with Wes through the season. You had a very, very fun feud, I think, from the outsider's perspective. How are you two now? Like, have you kind of <laughs> talked about like your issues? Like, do you think you could work together if Wes ever comes back? Like, what, what kind of like brought you guys apart? Everything between you and Wes, what, what happened yeah. really there? there? <laughs> Me and Wes have not spoken since the season. Um, I'm not opposed to like talking with him. I just... I don't know. I didn't really feel like he, he was a hard person for me to have like a genuine conversation with. So I, I feel like there was like, what was I going to say after like, Oh, sorry. Like, I, I don't know. I just, he didn't reach out to me. I didn't reach out to him, which is fine. Um, but like, especially like towards the end, like our last elimination that we both went into, I felt like he was like totally like rooting against me and like trying to help Alyssa. And so I just felt like we weren't on the best terms and I didn't really want to approach him after the game. Um, but I think like when, even, even during our feud, we still like had a funny relationship. Like we, right. we, we didn't hate each other. We would like have these little talks and I know he was trying to manipulate me and I was like trying to like make him think that he was manipulating me. But like, I was just smirking in the back of my mind the whole time. But we would like joke about like, Wes, like I'll just be your prodigy. Like, you know, you're, you're the ultimate ginger of the show, but like, I can take your place once you decide, cause you're retiring. Like, why don't we just 
we would like make jokes like that because he'd always be like there's only room for one ginger here and I'm like I'm not even that ginger like I'm like maybe half ginger (laughs) but so we have like a funny relationship it wasn't all just like vitriol between us um but I don't know like that we'll ever be able to like fully work together I mean I wouldn't mind like not having him as an enemy if I play again with him because he's kind of a scary enemy to have you know he's really good at his social and strategic game um and I don't really have anything against him I just we just didn't get didn't get along that well on the show for various reasons but we don't I, I wouldn't say I like having against him Cassidy, could you talk a little bit about uh, your hall brawl versus Chanel? Uh, I felt like it was like an unusual hall brawl with uh, there being a puzzle incorporated. Did you feel good going into that? Mm, I mean, I don't know if anybody feels good going into a hall brawl. <laughs> it's a scary Fessy prospect. Yeah, that's yeah, very true. Very true. Um, but like I was fine with it being a hall brawl. I, I wish, I almost wish it was a normal hall brawl rather than like whatever that was. Um, cause it felt like it was over so quick and I just didn't even have a chance right. to like process what was happening before it was over. And in my other eliminations, I was like, I was fighting for it like tooth and nail. And I didn't have that opportunity to do that in this. And so it felt very anticlimactic for me to go out that way after just like the season I had had. And I really wanted, like, if I was going to go out, I wanted to go out kicking and screaming and be dragged from that arena by my hair. Like, you know what I mean? So it was, it was, it kind of was hard to process in the moment. Cause I'm like, wait, I haven't even lost my breath yet. And this is over. Cause I was just so used to my other eliminations being really, really intense. So, um, I didn't love it. Like I, as a final challenge, I feel like I, I wish it had been a little more like mm-hmm. involved mm-hmm. rather than yeah. it being over so quick, but yeah. you know, so going all the way back to the beginning of the season, you were actually one of the captains for one of the three teams. And then your team kind of became like the super team where all the vets kind yeah. of went to. Was there, did you feel pride that like you drafted the team that everyone wanted to go to? Or were you like annoyed? Like, why are these vets coming? Go away. I don't want to work with you. What was the feeling for you as the captain of that team with all the vets kind of merging over to there? Yeah, um, it, I, I, did, I did feel pride. Like it was, it was exciting to like have picked such a, a, a dominant team. You know, it was really cool to, to know that like, cause I went, I went so much based off my intuition. Cause I didn't know a lot about any of these players be- before I drafted them. And, um, and I went a lot based off my intuition. And so it was nice to know that like the picks I made ended up being, you know, great picks and we worked really well as a team. And yeah, it was, it was kind of sad to see some of the players go, um, that I, that were originally on the blue team, but at the same time, like every time somebody came out of the elimination, it was like, they were usually like the stronger player or like it was just it was usually like a strong player that and so my team was just only getting stronger and more dominant so it was in that way it was cool because I'm like okay yeah it sucks to see some of the people go but I'm also like you know I've got Desi now I've got you know like bananas and even Wes like adds a lot of value to a team so it was like my team just kept getting stronger and so it was kind of like this monster that like couldn't be stopped (laughs) in a way which was cool I honestly wish we had just done teams all the way to the final maybe I would have made it but but then I wouldn't have had the story that I did. So, but yeah, it was cool. It was a good way to start the game. And it was nice to feel safe for a lot of the game, you know, because I, I ended up feeling very unsafe for the, the latter half. Right. But to have that sort of safety at the beginning was really nice to not have to like be fighting for my life the entire time because I definitely would not have made it as far as I did if that was the case. Cassidy, how interested are you in more the challenge? Like in playing again? Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I think like before I didn't, it, it wasn't the same for me as playing Survivor because obviously like, I've watched Survivor my whole life and I was like so excited. Um, but playing the challenge like gave me such a love for it 
that I think now, like I absolutely would, would play again if I was asked. Um, I definitely need to like train a little harder and I don't want to, I just don't want to go in and be perceived as like the weakling again. And as somebody who's just easy to pick off because like, that's just, I don't want to have to go through another uphill battle. Like, I mean, I will, I will if I have to, but mm-hmm. I would like, you know, I would like to, to go in again and just see what, what I can do. Like having trained harder, having already experienced playing once and having that kind of like, um, information and like knowledge and, and relationships that I built under my belt and see if, you know, maybe I could actually make it to a final. Um, but yeah, it's, so it's, it's kind of also an exhausting prospect too. Cause you're like, Oh my God, that's so close. I have to do it all over again. But, um, I think, I mean, it was just such an exciting thing to be a part of and it was really fun. Um, so yeah, it's like, what, what a cool job. Like, how could I say no to that? If I got asked again, you know, I would hope after a three lim- elimination wins, hopefully people won't, you know, think of you that way going to your next season. You would think the perception of you would definitely flip on its head if you uh, yeah. come back. So I'm looking forward to that. Hopefully. Thanks. Yeah. Well, that's your story, Cassidy. I feel like people are always underestimating you and you always have to, uh, you know, be fighting that battle. Yeah. I think that that's a kind of a theme of my life in a way. Like I even underestimate myself, you know, and then I'm able to like prove to myself what I'm capable of. And it gives me a lot more like confidence and, and belief in myself. So I think that that's cool too. And I like, I don't, I, I don't like, I'm not, I don't hold it against people that they underestimate me, you know? Cause like, but it was also cool to be able to change those perceptions and mm-hmm. um, of viewers and of the player people I was playing with. So, and of myself. So yeah, it was, um, it's cool to be underestimated because then when you prove yourself, it looks even, it looks even better almost. Like if you go in and you're already seen as a dominant force and then you dominate, it's kind of like, oh yeah, cool. But like, we all expected that which mm-hmm. when you're like not, when you're kind of an underdog and you're not really expected to do well and then you do well, it's like, it's a little sweeter, you know, in a way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. All right. Well, Cassidy, thank you for making some time to talk with us. Best of luck outside the show, okay? Thank you. So good to see you. Good to see you too. Take care. Bye. All right, Brian, there you have it. There's Cassidy. Great to hear from her. It's a shame she uh, fell just short of the final. I feel like she would have made a good run at it, but it's too bad. Yeah, just short of the final. And of course, you know, Cassidy is a game changer of uh, Survivor at this point. Um, After, did you hear about Emily? Yes, she she is the the prince that is promised, princess that is promised because because of Cassidy's loss. Pretty crazy. You see Gabler win, you got to go uh, do it yourself. Yeah. Okay. So Cassidy uh, having a big impact on the challenge and still on Survivor uh, to this day. We're gonna take a break. When we come back, we'll bring you our interview with uh, Josh Martinez coming up right after this. It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane. So shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane. 
So shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, Josh, what's going on? It's Rob and Brian for RHAP. How are you doing? Good. How are you guys doing? Yeah, doing good. Uh, it was a dramatic ending to your run here on the challenge. I know you got uh, super close uh, and then ultimately had to end up facing uh, Fessy in the hall brawl. Were you disappointed that uh, you came very close to beating Fessy in a hall brawl? Um, I mean, I'm disappointed at the whole thing. <laughs> Let's just be honest. Um, I mean, it's not ideal. You don't want to go up against your best friend, let alone Fessy, the biggest guy in the house. So, you know, definitely a little bit intimidating. But um, at that point, it's like you just got to lock in when you're down in the sand. And I mean, it's literally do or die so it, it was really tough man i'm not even gonna lie but um i mean I, I held my own which i'm i'm proud of so i didn't roll over and um and the the twist definitely helped i don't know about three rounds against fest in a hall bro that's pretty mm-hmm. tough um and, and 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 to be honest with you i probably would have preferred the three rounds right because oh. this was one and done and you were it, this limb probably lasted like 45 seconds, if that. It was so quick. Yeah. That was just that was the hardest thing. I was like, damn, I really didn't even like I didn't really feel like I was able to fight for myself. So that sucked. Um, but yeah, it was it was tough. Though overall, the whole thing was hard. So you had a couple uh tough decisions throughout the season, obviously with the West decision and now this one. So at least going for with this one, the voting in Panadas instead of Corey in, in the hopper. Can you talk about about how you landed on that decision and why specifically bananas over Corey in this spot? And even I know you mentioned maybe tossing yourself in. Were you, were you seriously considering doing that uh, at this decision as well? Or, or like everything that went around that decision? Yeah. So, dude, that was the hardest. Um, that's that's a that was a really tough spot to be in because till that point we had all played together, right? Like we had. I wish I could have gone with that perspective. Like, hey guys, we looked out for each other. That's it. We made it this far. We don't want to be in this spot, but this is what we have to do. Instead of obviously making the promise to Johnny and then having Fest pulling me, di- I was being pulled in different directions. It just didn't feel like I was going against Corey. Like if I would have just voted for Corey, that would have been logical. I would have ran the final, but it felt like I was crossing Fessy or Johnny. That's what that decision felt like. Um, so that was really hard, but um, you know, I think that a lot played into the fact with obviously not wanting to cross Fessy. Fessy out of everyone there is one of my best friends. He's literally mm-hmm one of my really good friends in real life. So I feel like I didn't want to wrong him, but then also you have a seven time champ. So that played into my logic, but dude, walking into that vote, even having to decide, you know, call it what you want. That was really tough. And I was undecided until the very end. And honestly, I I, I did consider at some point, it's so crazy that I was like, I think I'm just going to throw one vote my way. Cause I didn't think I was going to get any votes. Mm-hmm. Um, and Tori walked out of her vote and told me straight up. She was like, listen, don't vote for yourself. So right then and there, I was like, all right, she knows something I don't know. But it was it was an emotional day. It was very hard for me, obviously, as you see. So, um, yeah, it was just tough, dude. It was really tough. If you had to do it over again uh, to pick what ball to go into the hopper, would you have made the same decision? Oh. What would you have done? Oh. oh. Um, dude, honestly, probably, like, if I'm being real... 
the reason why I would the reason why I wouldn't have done it is because even it's been weeks having to relive that fucking sucks. Um, breaking you know my trust with Johnny and just like kind of in a sense kind of ruining that friendship. That's what's hard. Nah, you made the right decision, Josh, because you know okay. what, bananas isn't gonna be around forever. You're the and new I generation. Get, I get that, and I get that, but it, dude, we have a really good friendship and. I think the whole thing is no, like he's my, too busy with the house of villains and the traitors. <laughs> he got a lot going on. You. Yeah, he's got you a lot going on. You take care of you, Josh. Yeah, he doesn't get two shits, but uh, no, I wouldn't. <laughs> I, dude, just because of the effect that it had on me after, dude, I like, I went against my word. I played set, I've been on TV for six years and I've, uh, while I've played the game and I've backstabbed people, I've never really done that. So even morally, like just internally, that was something that I was struggling with really bad. So I wouldn't have done that. Um, if I'm being honest, I probably would have just had a conversation with Corey and done that or probably just voted on myself and be like, fuck it, you know, because the, the internal struggle that I had after that whole vote, it was really tough. And I'm not going to like, you know, lie about that. So, yeah, I don't think I would have made the same move. I think coming into the season, a lot of people knew you and Fessel were very close. You had a lot of history together, but it was kind of surprising how close you were with Wes and Johnny. I think from the outside perspective, we don't, I don't think we realized how much of a friendship you develop with each of them. Can you talk about how your relationship with each of them has, has changed these last few years? Yeah, dude. Um, you know, me and me and I'll separate the two. I think w with me and Johnny, we're a lot closer. Um, Johnny has always been a vet. It, listen, it doesn't make for good TV when people are getting along, right? And talking about life and just bonding and cracking jokes. But that's always been our friendship throughout the seasons that I've done. Johnny has always been a vet that's kind of like been in my corner either the way, like dealing with the fans, dealing with the producers, dealing with everything. He's always been kind of like, if you want to say a mentor, if you want to say, he's always been in my corner. And mm -hmm. at all of the vets and especially him that he's done it for so long, he's kind of taken me under his wing. So that's why in, in a sense, crossing him, it was tough. And we spent every single day in that Johnny and Tori were my closest friends in this game in this season. We spent every single second together if that. Um, so that was really hard with Wes. I'll be honest with you. I'll do the move again. Like if Wes comes back and we play together at this point, it's not even a blind side. Like you already know, I'm going to take you. I'm going to take a shot at you at some point. And I stand by that one. What sucks is I wish I could have been honest with him. I wish I would have just been like, hey, I'm I'm voting you in, not blindside him. Um, but at the end of the day, with a caliber West, the player that he is, how do you not blindside him? He's a champ, he's good at everything. Like you, you know, how do you not take that shot? Um, and you can say the same for Johnny, but me and Johnny just have a closer bond. Um, so you know, while I stand by the West move, the one with Johnny, I do regret it. Okay, Josh, yeah. so you were this close to the final. Does that mean you got to keep coming back, right? I mean, at this point, it's like I can't walk away now. You know, I think that, listen, I, I, I people love to throw my record and that I haven't made a final and that I haven't won and all that stuff. But with each season that I do, dude, I've gained – I'm the luckiest person in the world. I feel, one, I continue to get a shot, which I'm so blessed – but also I gained so much growth personally, no other career path, no other opportunity would help me kind of change into the man that I've become at 29 years old. So I'm just going to keep working my ass off and hopefully, fingers crossed, they call me for the next one. And, you know, hopefully I get my ticket in. But, um, yeah, for sure, I'm going to come back. I think that it is really hard, especially this one. I'm not going to lie. This one was really tough, but um. Yeah, I got something to prove to myself that I just like I, I can make it happen. So I'm definitely going to come back for sure.
The other complicated relationship. There. I'll take breaks here and there if I'm being real. Yeah. yeah. There's you a lot of to. options to choose yeah. from for these shows. So you can pick yeah. and choose. Yeah. <laughs> the, the other complicated relationship you had coming into the season was with Pauly. Um, obviously, you were captain. You picked them on your team. It seemed like you two kind of mended a lot of the the problems you had in the past. Is that still holding true uh, beyond the season? Have you 100%. guys kind of rebuilt that friendship? Hundred percent. That's one of the things that I'm extremely happy that I've walked away with was kind of mending that whole thing with Polly. I I've done a couple of seasons and I never true. I don't hate anyone. Like that's just not in my heart. When I tell you I did, I hated this man. <laughs> I did not like Polly. So coming in strategically, I was like. Once I saw that I was captain, I was like, this isn't even, I don't even want, I wasn't thinking like me and him are going to be friends. I'm like, I'm going to have him in my corner and I'm going to control him. I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to literally like put down this like fire, like put out this fire and like, I'm going to have him in my corner because I know he's not going to turn on me. Um, So that was a strategic move. As the game went on and we had good conversations, I realized this guy has completely changed from the person that he was. And I think that he really wanted to come in and show that. And I appreciated that. So we are in a really good spot now. And I'm so happy to see him back in the picture and back. The guy's a great competitor, you know? So, um, yeah, that's, that's, that's a really good takeaway for me that me and Polly, hopefully moving forward in future seasons that we play together, I think we'll have each other's back. Okay, Josh. So it didn't work out on the challenge this summer, but you did get to be the face of the wall comp on big brother 25. Uh, what was your reaction to seeing your giant face over the wall? Um, listen, the fan of me, I'm a huge big brother fan. I think the whole, everybody, the whole fan base knows that. And I, it, while I'm trying to, the whole meatball thing, I'm over it. If I'm being real with you, it's like, dude, it's pretty freaking surreal, man. Like, I never thought that I would like, let alone be like, I don't know. It's just surreal. It's such a such a cool as a fan of the show. Growing up being a fan of the show was epic. So, uh, yeah, it was really cool, man. They made my day with that one. I was I was geeking out. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, Josh, uh, always nice to talk to you. All the best outside the show, and uh, take care, buddy. That's awesome. Thank you so much. Bye. All right, Brian, there you have it. Josh Martinez. The big meatball. (laughs) He doesn't like that anymore. He doesn't want to do it. He's over that. Come on. Yeah, it's like it's like your uh, sitcom brand. You want to break away from your character, original character. Yeah, he wants to lose his catchphrase. I I really did feel like he made the right decision. I know he's like beating himself up over it. Um, I mean, yeah, he had like the rough exit with both Bananas and Wes uh, from this season. But I do think that there is like a changing of the guard going on in the challenge. Better to have Mm -hmm. like throw his lot in with Fessy than with Bananas. I mean, how many more challenges is Bananas going to do? Right. Even if Fessel didn't want that, he shouldn't want to run a final against Bananas. Bananas said it himself at the first two minutes of the episode. Who wants to run against me in a final? It was it was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, all right. Uh, Johnny Bananas uh, dodged a, a bullet there with all those balls in the hopper. Don't know if he'll be so lucky on House of the Villains. Uh, we will have some special coverage today, Brian, mm. of House Ooh, of Villains exciting. season premiere and talk more about Johnny Bananas there. Brian, what else is coming up for you? That's it. Challenge USA final next week. Challenge 39 premieres the week after that. Um, So there's no break for Ali and I. We're going to jump right into the MTV version right after this. Jump right in. All right. Well, Brian, uh, great to have you back here for the exit interview. Can't wait to see how this uh, challenge is going to uh, wrap up next week. And then we'll have exits with a bunch of people, uh, whoever is going to do press in terms of uh, the final group of people. One hour or two hours for the challenge finale. Got to be two, right? 
I know it's got. I think it's just gonna be one. One. I mean, one unless, we're gonna wrap up this whole thing in one hour. Yeah, usually the finals can usually just be one hour. But what are they bumping? Can you bump buddy games? I mean, is that gonna take? A week I don't know. Off I f- was it one hour? I feel like it was at least two hours last season. It felt like six hours for the last. Final, I feel but, like um, it was like almost like a two part. It was like a two part episode, and then the second part was like two hours. It might have been like a week and a half. I think they might have started the final like with this episode and then wrapped it up the week after. But mm-hmm. as far as I know, it's just one hour. Yeah. Okay. So uh, we'll see how it all goes next week. Thank you for listening. Take care, everybody. Have a good one. Bye. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply it is ryan here and i have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.